year of Pei Gemel. So we are advancing into this wonderful year as we celebrate together with the uh, Jewish nation. The Holy Spirit is looking to make Rebecca's. <laughs> okay, for Jesus. Note that at first I put something else and Holy Spirit showed me. The, the, the Holy Spirit is not looking for Rebecca's. Okay, he's looking to make Rebecca's. That means it's something about this Rebecca, right, that all of us can have this characteristic in this year of what God wanting to bless his children. All right, so we learn from the characteristics. So it's not a matter of male, female, or, you know, so if you are a guy, you cannot be a Rebecca. It's not that, right? Just like Jesus is a man, but we are all belonging to Jesus. So it's not about gender, neither is it about only the person with the name Rebecca, right? But the story behind. So just like every other character, we have something from that character. But if that person's name is Rebecca, then of course more for you, all right? But every one of us today, Holy Spirit wants us to learn this, understand this because he wants to bless us, right? A lot. Okay. So this is a bit of the who Rebecca is. Let's go to Genesis 24, 1 to 4. Abraham was now an old man. God had blessed Abraham in every way. Abraham spoke to the senior servant in his household, the one in charge of everything he had. So there is a Abraham, there's a senior servant, all right, and Put your hand under my tithe and swear to God, God of heaven, God of earth, that you will not get a wife for my son from among the young women of the Canaanites here. So they were in the land of Canaan, the promised land. But you will go to the land of my birth and get a wife for my son Isaac. So here Abraham represents who? Abraham represents God the Father, all right? God the Father, okay? And the servant who is in charge of everything represent who? <laughs> Anyone else? Huh? Okay, Holy Spirit. So Rebecca knows, right? <laughs> Holy Spirit, okay? The servant has, in this story or in this uh, incident, it's the whole servant is the Holy Spirit, okay, or resemble or point to the whole person of the Holy Spirit. Then his son is Isaac. So represent who? Jesus. So you have God the Father represented by Abraham, God the Son, Jesus is Isaac, and the Holy Spirit as the servant. So what was Abraham asked or God? telling the servant to do to find a yes to find a wife for ah for his son isaac right and this son must be not from the uh canaanites that means not uh, uh, uh the same descendant all right must be a jew from them from him so today it symbolized god the holy spirit looking for why for who? Yeah, and who are we all? Yeah, <laughs> okay, you get it? Okay, roughly this one first for a start. Okay, we are the bride of Christ, isn't it? So that's why we will be his wife. He married us. So that's why we are taking care of your spiritual husband's children. Okay, so Holy Spirit sent by God, all right, to look for more wives for Jesus. Okay, so here is not a uh, Wrong one, okay, to have a many, many uh, bride, all right, we are all his bride. So how, what kind, what bride is God looking for, right? So today it's not about looking for, at first I put looking for Rebecca and he, Holy Spirit corrected me, it's not. Otherwise we'll be thinking that we have this characteristic, then only God will, we will qualify, but it's not. God, anyone, we don't have any characteristic, right? that is honouring to God, or because all have sinned. But he can save us and make us okay, his bride. So this is what 
is happening here? The servant answered, but what if the woman refuses to leave home and come with me? Do I then take your son back to your home country? Abraham said, oh no, never. By no means are you to take my son back there. So the servant is supposed to go and take the woman come. Okay, not, if not, you can see what he said next. God, the God of heaven, took me from my home, from the home of my father and from the country of my birth and spoke to me in solemn promise of giving this land to your descendants. The, this God will send his angel ahead of you to get a wife for my son. And the woman won't come, you are free. If the woman won't come, you are free from this oath you have sworn to me. But under no circumstances are you to take my son back there. Here also we can see a picture of like when Abigail went to a witness and what's her name again? Wan Ling, right? Yeah, and Wan Ling received the Lord Jesus. What a beautiful testimony, right? It's all free will. There is no force, okay? Abigail didn't put a knife there. and You have to receive Jesus, okay? It's a free choice. Just like here, it says the woman is free to come, to choose whether she wants or not, all right? And then, if not, then you are free from the promise. So when, when uh, souls are being saved, we don't force them. <laughs> okay? Don't force them because it's not about trying to convert someone. It's the Holy Spirit who brings the conviction. We are the ones who go out and share the gospel. Alright? And the Holy Spirit will convict them to receive Jesus. So the servant put his hand up under the tie of his master Abraham and gave his solemn oath. The servant took ten of his master's camels. Anything ring in your head? Ah, Gimel. Okay, so whose camels? The master one. So belong to God. So remember, yeah, these camels belong to Abraham, belong to God. All right, and they have the meaning of Gimel. Okay, later we will go down. Loaded with gifts from his master. So, Holy Spirit or the servant, he was bringing along a lot of gifts from God. Can you see that? The master is Abraham. To look for the bride is to bless the bride. Yeah, God wants to bless us, bless all those who receive Jesus, bless his children with loaded, wow, you want a loaded one, right? <laughs> Roof, right? Gives from his master. Then he traveled to Aram, Naharim, and the city of Nahor. So it was a bit of a journey. Outside the city, he made the camels kneel at the well. So camels need to drink water as well. So they knelt at the well, at a well. It was evening, the time when the woman came to draw water. He prayed, Oh God, God of my master Abraham, make things go smoothly this day. Treat my master Abraham well. As I stand here by the spring, while the young women of the town come to get water, let the girl to whom I say, lower your jug and give me a drink, and who answers, drink, and let me also water your camels. Let her be the woman you have picked out for your servant Isaac. Then I will know that you are working graciously behind the scenes for my master. Okay, so what was what did the servant say? Okay, this girl who comes to draw water, they, in the evening they will come. Ruth will come. <laughs> okay, to draw water. And this girl must be not only just give him, him a drink, she will ask, but also additional, say, eh? Where is it now? Oh, next one here, this side. Let her also say, let me water your camels as well. Now, it's not easy, right, to water so many camels. And then you can see this is additional extra extra okay just let him drink it's not so bad but then all his camels 
not everyone will do. So it so happened that the words were barely out of his mouth when Rebecca, the daughter of Bethuel, whose mother was Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with a water jug on her shoulder. So this is from Abraham's family. So in a way, in one of the application is also that do not marry a unbeliever. All right, come all should be believers. <clears throat> so the girl was stunningly beautiful, a pure virgin. She went down to the spring, filled her jug and came back up. The servant ran to meet her and said, please, can I have a sip of water from your jug? She said, certainly, drink. And she held the jug so that he could drink. When he had satisfied his thirst, she said, she herself said, okay, he didn't ask her to do it, this extra job. All right. He said, I'll get water for your camels too until they are drunk, they are filled. So it's not only one or two camels, probably quite a lot because they have to travel a long journey. And the camel is used to uh, carry things for them, right? So this lady, this girl called Rebecca, did exactly what the servant asked God. She promptly emptied her jug into the trowel and ran back to the well to fill it and she kept at it until she had watered all the camels. Actually, it was nearing dinner time, evening already. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of time taken all right, to do all this. Then the, the man watched silent. Was this God's answer? Has God made his trip a success or not? So you can see roughly a picture of Rebecca, right? Not only giving the servant a drink, but also watering all the animals without him asking. All the camels, okay? When the camels had finished drinking, the man brought out gifts. See, just now, the, the, the loaded with gifts, right? The servant, Abraham, gifts from Abraham, gifts from our Heavenly Father, okay, a gold a gold nose ring weighing a little over a quarter of an ounce, and a two arm bracelet weighing about four ounces, and gave them to her. So let's check, okay? I think it's a little bit of gold here on the nose, and a little bit of gold on the bracelet. Mm. In the this is the NIV, so they they share is about. One fifth of an ounce or 5.7 grams. Um, mandolin will know. Uh. <laughs> Normally, more uh, a lot of people older one they like gold. My mom like a lot. Okay, so you roughly know. Okay, and two gold bracelets weighing ten shekels, which is about four ounces or about 150 grams. So now this lady have not actually agreed to go back. Uh, she just did uh, watering on it. You know, give water and then give water to the camels. And there, he already brought out the gifts. Now, let's see how much is this. If you think our God is stingy or poor. <laughs> okay, so this is uh, from internet, right? Current date one. <laughs> if four troy ounces of gold is worth USD, 6,721. Euro, 6,000 plus. British, 6,000 pounds. Market price as at October 12. <laughs> That's where I, when I prepared this. Okay. And I thought, wow. Okay. So very current. So that time could definitely much more. Okay. You calculate. Oh, this one no gold more. <laughs> oh, where you store all your gold? Shoo. <laughs> okay. So this is a lot. It's a lot. So, the, you know, Abraham not stinging. Oh, Sarah. Okay, so it's not stingy, right? And also, it's very rich. And God is very rich. Okay, to find a bride, he already prepared almost USD more than that because there's another one point five ounces. So maybe seven thousand or eight thousand. Huh? Sixty thousand ringgit. Ah, so you times four like that, right? 4.5 now, <laughs> yeah, correct. So, wow, 
<laughs> you want to be the bride or not? Ruth. <laughs> no chat, do anything you already get almost hundred thousand, almost sixty thousand just by giving that water to the servant and also then next time whoever asks your water quickly <laughs> quickly offer it may be an angel okay sent by God okay to bless you. Alright, so let's see how generous and how good God is, right? And how rich He is to give. He asked her, then only already give to her, right? He gave already the gifts. He asked her, tell me about your family. Whose daughter are you? Is there room in your father's house for us to stay the night? Well, now he's asking a bit more already, right? Want to stay some more, huh? But of course, this lady, why Rebecca? Okay, she said, I'm the daughter of Betuel, the son of Milcah and Nahor, and there is plenty of room in our house for you to stay and lots of straw and feed besides. She didn't hesitate or anything. She says, There's plenty of room. Okay, sometimes we say, Ah, yeah, let's think first. <laughs> Can or not? Do I have enough for myself or not? Okay, so no, straight away, she is had the mind of abundance. Okay. And she can see she's a very generous person, Rebecca. At this, the man bowed in worship because she saw the character of this Rebecca, right? Not only was she generous, kind, okay, but she has a, a rich mentality, okay? And she has very, very generous, plenty, plentiful to feed everyone. At this, the man bowed in worship before God and prayed. Blessed be God, God of my master Abraham. How generous and true you have been to my master. You have held nothing back. You led me right to the door of my master's brother. He doesn't know where he's going. Just walk, walk until the well. Well is always a place of blessing, all right? of uh, uh, refreshing. And that is where he met the master's brother. So he said, what? How generous and true. Two weeks ago, we talked about our God who is generous God, right? So he said again, God is generous, God is true. Whatever he wants to do, he will do it, right? To bless us. Then, and the girl was off. After that, the girl went off and she was running. Telling everyone in her mother's house what had happened. See, this girl, after met with the servant, or that haven't met Isaiah, ever don't really know what's happening much, but she was running. That means she's not a very sleepy, sleepy, dormant person, inactive person. She was very excited. She ran and tell everyone what has happened. This incident of the servant coming and the camel and so forth and asking her who she is. When you hear this just now, camel, and then now running. What's that? Gimel. Okay, so how does this go to Gimel? All right, and telling everyone. So this lady, not only is she generous, but she's very active. Okay, to do what? To tell everyone. And what do we have today? A verse, a word for us. Anyone? No, a verse that similar to this. When you read this, which verse come to you first? Huh? Yes, X one eight. <laughs> ah, okay, X one eight. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and give you power, and you will tell everyone, okay, about me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and everywhere in the world okay once we have the holy spirit visit us come to us fill us right this is what will happen to us i remember i was listening to smith wilgersworth and he was asking uh, one part of his life smith wilgersworth you all know about him right a plumber uneducated but went about preaching the gospel and many signs miracles and healings were uh, happened in his life. He saved many, many souls for Jesus. And he was sharing, why? 
what is the purpose of baptism of Holy Spirit? Uh, today is very weird. Those days when they receive baptism of Holy Spirit, this is what happened to them. <laughs> right? Even the uh, disciples, right? The apostles, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, on, in Acts chapter 1, exactly what happened. Then they will go all out and witness and share, even to the extent of uh, being martyred. I heard that, uh, which one? Disciple, Apostle Peter, right? The one who was very outspoken. He was so filled with the fire of the Holy Spirit and the passion of Jesus Christ that when they wanted to kill him, to crucify him, he felt that this normal crucifixion is still not enough for him to honor his Lord. And he asked them to, yeah, overturn him upside down. Crucify him upside down. Imagine that. In our sanity, in our human, even to, to die is very, very scary. Even to witness also very scary, right? <laughs> but this is something about the, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, that's why men and women will run all over the world to witness for Jesus. All right, that became their passion and their goal in life. Oh, Madeline, yeah. Then this is all by the Holy Spirit. Okay, it's not our own zeal, not our own passion when the Holy Spirit comes. So if we have, don't have this happening to us, <laughs> then get baptized again. <laughs> right? No, get filled. Be more filled, right, with the Spirit, because this is what must happen. So the preaching of the gospel is not. I have to do it. Pastor, tell me to do it. That's why I keep sharing with you. It is a passion. It's a fire that's inside you. It's a love that flows out from you. All right, Smith Wigglesworth shared this as I add all these things because it's. This is the real life, right, that we are talking about. He said, if you want to have signs and wonders, healings, and also saving souls, you go out and share. There's one thing that we must be filled with, Holy Spirit, fire of compassion. Compassion. Not your own pity the person, right? That is every human being also God. But God's compassion. When you see someone, in, when why did he have so many cases of healing, miracles? When he saw, he said, the best place that he liked to be in is in a room where of sick people. Because he felt the compassion of Jesus flow out from him to this suffering one. Right? Whatever sickness, disease or pain that person is. And that is the place he longed to be. And that is why God used him so mightily in saving souls and healing. And there was one incident that he shared, because so many, actually, if you've got uh, time, you want to listen to good sermons, listen to Smith Wigglesworth. It's inside YouTube where they read out his sermons. So you don't even have to read, you can listen. Very, very powerful. And he said that there was one case that he went in, uh, that someone, the daughter, was already very sick with cancer. It's like no more hope, you know. And he went in and saw the state of the, the person, and she, she actually, he actually told the mother and all that, uh, better, you know, like, go, uh, you know, not, there's nothing can do, something like that. Then the parents said, don't go, told him, don't go. And then he stayed there and prayed overnight in that room with the daughter for about uh, three, three, three to four hours. He was praying. I believe he was praying in tongues or whatever, you know. And then he said, at the break of dawn, while he was alone with this girl who was sick and dying, she actually died. <laughs> yeah. So she actually died in during that time. And the devil told her, you see, finished already. She already died gone already, you know, you are here for nothing. And then, but Smith Wigglesworth said, if God sent me here, that means it's not finished. So as he prayed, he saw the face of Jesus at the window. And then when he saw the face of Jesus at the window, he turned and that girl came back to life. He didn't even say anything, but Jesus appeared as he prayed. So, it was so touching when I heard this, that when our, our lives 
But so, you know, Jesus come and appear. It's not about us, about our faith or, you know, yes, we build our faith. But when Jesus appears in our lives from the way of our compassion for lives and souls, then miracles happen. Yeah? He felt the, he said, don't go out without compassion. <laughs> okay? Otherwise, you will be doing a duty and a job. Right? Go out with the compassion of Jesus huh? to reach out to souls. Tell everyone, it's the Holy Spirit okay, that come upon us and give you the supernatural power to tell everyone. It's a life with Jesus. Okay, so come back to here. How this Rebecca story and the Gimel and our the year of Gimel, pay Gimel come together. Aleph and Bet send the Gimel. So this one we have learned, right? This is Aleph, which is the father. So in this story, it's Abraham. Actually, when Holy Spirit gave me this revelation first, and then as I look for pictures, then I found this. <laughs> so revelation, it's biblical revelation, not only we can, one person have. So there are many people, millions of people around the world, right? So there will be some who have similar revelation. That praise God that he gave this one for us. So you have Aleph as the father, Abraham, and that Jesus, the son, right? Number two. Number three, is Gimel. Normally, Gimel, besides the camel, represent also by Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. So, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, right? John 14, 26 says, and then he breathed on them and add to them, receive ye the Holy Spirit. So, all of us have the Gimel, the Holy Spirit inside us, okay? And sent by who? Father and the Son, okay? To, to look for who? What is this, huh? Gimel. Ah, Gimel, Holy Spirit, right? So here you can see in Rebecca's story, Gimel, the Holy Spirit in prophecy. I just took a picture. There's no write-up. So you all read the story, right? Just now we read through the whole, the whole journey until you found the bride, Rebecca, for the son Isaac. It's exactly like this. Okay. Why Rebecca? Okay, the Hebrew name for Rebecca, also spelled Rebecca, is what's this letter? Resh, Be, Ku. Hey, okay, very good. All right, so it's also called Rivka in Hebrew. This name is related from to only one Hebrew word. Related, uh, you saw the word just now. So similar here, you have this, right? The rash, except for this one is the man. This is the same, right? The rash, the bed, the bed, and the ku is in Rebecca's name. In the strong, it means to stall. And belonging to the woman is a calf of the stall. This is in First Samuel. So this letter, this word is this mabek. Okay, and he will go out and spring up about like calves of the stall, Malachi 4.2. So this is the word stall, which is Mabek, which has the name Rebecca inside, Rivka. The verbal root of this noun and the name Rivka is this one, right? We saw here. Uh, Resh, Bet, and Ku. It's not found in the biblical text. However, this root is found in under Semitic languages and means to tie fast or to secure, just as a calf is secured in the stall. You know what's the stall, right? The, where the, they tie the, at the calf there. So it means to tie, to bind, all right, to secure. With some translations of Rivka has been to suggest to be ensnared or tied firmly. This person who wrote this part said its, most, its main meaning is secure. All right, so secure. Rebecca is a person who is tight and secure. Tight to who? Today would be to Jesus, right? Tight to Jesus, bound to him because he is the bride of Isaac who represents Jesus. Okay, so 
let's have application okay a secure person so rebecca god is looking to make rebecca so any everyone is born again all right of course we all have our names and there are uh, interesting uh, revelations in each person's name and each person's life and destiny but here in the year of gimel of course generally every part of our life throughout the years right why rebecca was specially chosen for isaac which is that means why why god wants his wife for holy spirit will look for wives and make them with the characteristics of rebecca all right to marry jesus to be his bride a secure person in christ is a generous giver so the meaning of uh, generous yeah the last time i didn't put it out from the dictionary generous showing a readiness to give more of something especially money this is the dictionary that is strictly necessary or expected a very liberal person lavish showing kindness towards under others or a thing larger or more plentiful than is usual or necessary so it is generous is not only just give what is enough but give more okay more that is called generous person and when we give more definitely the person must be have got security <laughs> right so in the natural even in terms of money or whatever the person who is generous by their own ability will think okay i got uh, how much how much how much so i can now give because how much i give i still got or still coming in isn't that the normal human logic uh, then if why a person is not generous they say you different lah you're so rich ma that's why you can give generously but i don't have what you have ah isn't it this is the world mentality that's why a lot of people give the excuse i cannot be generous because i don't have you know what you have and god has to throw away all this right which is from the world mentality so that we he can bless us right because he is beyond so it is not necessary even in the natural world that all rich people are generous what is the opposite of generous ah stingy so rebecca is definitely not stingy this rebecca hopefully this one also okay <laughs> right not stingy stingy is a person with lack mentality okay but today we are in christ it doesn't depend on our physical resources okay okay i got so much so i can spare but today is spiritual we can see god has everything so whether in the natural i can because he will give me back that is how we see now the spiritual so we see see ayin right the spiritual aspect so all our christianity all about the bible is about our spiritual life and the eyes are to open in ephesians 1 17 is to god open the eyes of my understanding that i may behold that i may see how great god is how how generous god is how rich he is Okay, because we can quote vice verses, but we are still looking in the natural, right? The blessings that will come on the Jews and on us as the year of Gimel is going to go beyond our human limitations, all right? And we have seen some of it manifested, okay? So this is, God is going to show us that he can do, right? Beyond the natural, but we have to take away the limitation. Last week, I talked about the the jars of oil and wine right it will stop multiplying when there's no more jar the human mind is the one who who this one so for us as we begin to to have faith tithing offering and all that is to say god i trust you i don't want to limit you anymore and i honor you and this is what's going to happen all right our generous god so but first is the security okay we know that christ is who god is and we are secure in him what's the what is the characteristic of an insecure person a few 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 example an insecure person talk very soft one <laughs> i mean not not your natural softness i know evelyn is very gentle okay not not that one i'm talking about yes there's a lot of fear has no confidence 
right? Because you're insecure, so you dare not say out things. You're scared of people know your weaknesses. You're scared that, you know, all right? Scared of a lot of things, ah, of what people think of you. That's very insecure. But when you are secure, it doesn't mean you have to shout very loud, but you are very firm. You're very clear. You're very confident with what you are saying. When you say, my God will take care of me. My God will bless me. Not only bless me, Philippians 4, 4 uh, 13 is about my God will supply all your needs. See, Paul is a very confident and secure man, Apostle Paul. It's like he was talking about when they ministered to Paul's needs, Paul said, my God, his God will supply all the people's needs, the church, the people at the church at Philippi. See, that is where when we preach, this is how you get the confidence, all right? And uh, about who your God is. Not, not sure one, okay? You are sure that God, whatever he say, he will do. And you have a walk with him. And he has shown you his faithfulness. Even if not yet, you're starting on this walk. It's a walk of faith. Faith is speaking first before it happens. So you declare first. And then you, oh, anyway, all is, uh, our whole life, spiritual life is a walk of faith. If you walk in the natural, if you've got a thousand dollars in your account already, then you say, oh, I am rich. You don't need to faith, right? It's already there. But faith is speaking first. All right? Speaking, what God say, huh? pay, <laughs> which is powerful and creative. So this is the meaning of uh, partly a secure person, a confident one. Okay? So my part here is to help you all to be secure in Christ, <laughs> to be confident. Remember, I shared the, this rabbi was sharing last week. Just bring uh, bring back to the world today. They envy the rich man, not so much the money, but their huh? confidence. You see, a rich man got a lot of money, got a lot of cars, got a lot. So when they go up on the stage, oh, <laughs> I got this, I got car, Mercedes, I got how many bank account, blah blah blah. So they speak very confidently. Their confidence lies in the material things. If we as believers do the same thing, then where is our God? Yeah? So if you drive a proton and you're ashamed, <laughs> you got no confidence, that means we are still in the material things. But if you drive, drive a motorbike and you are confident, my God will supply all my needs, ah, that means God is our source. Okay? We have tap into the spiritual realm. You are a spirit being walking on this earth with a spiritual purpose, right? To fulfill until Jesus comes or until we go to see him. That's our confidence, right? Paul says, I, I, I abase in lack and as well as abound. That means he is contented. He has confidence whether there's account, money in his account or no money in his account. He is confident that God will never forsake him. Okay? So do not let things... Uh, around material things define you or give you confidence or no confidence speak boldly not proudly boldly okay of who you are in christ who your god is that is the confidence we have in him our faith don't be afraid of men okay they may have more money but they don't have a lot the, tomorrow the uh, market price all drop they won't be on the stage anymore <laughs> suddenly you know something happened all gone because their confidence the security lies in material things. Our security and confidence lies in Jesus. Okay, and it will be manifested in how we carry ourselves in the world today. Right? You don't have to have everything in this world to be confident, but you can confidently declare Jesus is the only way. Jesus is my supplier. People will ask you, you're just a you know ordinary uh, uh, earner. How come you're so generous? You're not scared uh, after you got no more money already. Then you can confidently say with the word of God, right? God is my supplier. My father is richer than all of you. <laughs> he can supply. That's why in tithing and giving is an indication whether we believe this or not. Because if we say so, yes, my God is supplier, but we dare not tithe, we dare not give, then this, this word will drop to the ground. Okay, that means it has no power at all. Okay, but today we are men and women of God, right, who have confidence in Him and His word, He will never fail us. So we can be generous. Okay, just like the letter 
Gimel. The camel, uh, the word Gimel means to bestow, build, deal bountifully, win, nourish, repay. You did a bit of it. That's an adjective is an ogomel, an abundant giver. Okay. Oops. All right. So first we have Jesus give to us, right? Aleh, bed. Gimel. So Gimel first represents Jesus and later can represent us. Giving to the Dalet. Alright, we are the, the, the human person to the poor person. Right? The Dalet is the poor person. And we are blessed to be a blessing. So Gimel, Jesus, walk to the Dalet, we as the poor person to give to us. So not, not only are we poor, I mean, talking poor as in uh, poor in finances or whatever, poor in the spirit, poor in the mind. A person may be very rich, money, but still very poor. You know how you know that poor that person who is rich has poor mentality? Uh, how do you know he got lack of confidence? Huh? By his actions? How? Very stingy. <laughs> yeah? That means his mind is always like no matter what he have, he still feels he got not enough. Ah, calculative. Yeah, he's got poor mentality, right? And then other people say, you know, I've seen rich lady. My mom had a in Penang, very rich friend, and she had this very poor mentality. But she's very rich. Owned the bus station, the Penang one, one one name. Then she will wear clothes that, <laughs> not to say we, you know, but holes, holes, holes. You know, she has this poor lack mentality, stingy, calculative. All right. And they keep on holding, holding, save, save, save. Okay. So no matter what, at the end she died, everything also gone, right? So the poor mentality, the poor person, poor in the mind, poor in the spirit. Jesus said, what's the ministry of Jesus? When I heard uh, Smith Wigglesworth again, you know, he said, the ministry of Jesus is what we are having. We are so privileged for, for God to give us this ministry in Isaiah 61. And Luke chapter 4, right? After Jesus went into the wilderness to be tested uh, to, by, by Satan, tempted. And then he came out and then he said, The Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit, is upon me. Madeline, Ruth, Evelyn, all right? Rebecca, Hannah, Abigail, and uh, Elijah, and all of you there. Elijah, Lydia, Esther, Sarah, Chenglan, right? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Today we are in Christ, all right? To do what? Anyone can continue? <laughs> huh? Huh? Yes, to preach and then to set the captives free. Yeah, captives of the all in their mind. They are lack, they are filled, they are sick, they are sin, right? All those that are captive, uh, captives or prisoners of sin. Okay? Set them free. Prisoners of stingy for the for whole life, especially. Accountants <laughs> in this world, right? Oh, because I'm not saying anyone here. I had a partner who is who are accountants, both partners, politician, accountant. The other one is a typical accountant. Stingy, count to the dollar and cent. All right. But today, don't let our profession define us. Who who are we? What should define us? You will say, I am accountant. I am a, a doctor, I am a scientist, I think this way one, I do this way. So our profession define us, right? Our, define us, that means uh, this is how we will behave because this is our profession. A very technical one, a very this, I'm very that. But today, how? What defines us? Huh? Huh? Yes, and who are you in Christ? Uh, okay, doctor, what else? More clearer? So, okay, I am, okay, like Rebecca is an accountant, right? So Rebecca will say, I'm an accountant. Then, what do you say? You are a? I'm a Second Corinthians 5, 17? <laughs> I am a new creation. Now, whatever we are before new creation, it's all old creation. 
all right, all from Adam. That's why I got all those characteristics, right? After all the different things that are from this world. But the new creation now has a new mindset. The new creation in Christ then follows all the other things. I'm a daughter of God. I am rich, you know, and all that. So don't let the world or your past or define you anymore, you know, or your past, your failures or whatever. Your characteristic is not defined. The new creation has new characteristic. What is the main characteristic of the new creation? Generous. Yeah, generous and giving. Because our new nature came from God. So you are Magdalene, the son or daughter of God, right? Jesus. So you have his character or not? Yeah, the new nature, First John 3. 3, 9, and 10. Right? The new nature is the new seed. That's where we need to renew our mind and build our spirit man. No longer I am the old nature. I was brought up like this. I'm now this profession, so I'm, I cannot help it, but I'm stingy or I'm whatever. No more. Because in the spirit now, you are a new creation. You have a new nature. So as the more we feed our spirit man, all this old thinking wrong one will go off. Go off for what purpose? To be blessed. Remember when God and the, the servants look for Rebecca is to bless her. Yeah? When God wants to make us look for us to save us, is to bless us. We saw this, right? We are the, 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 the Jesus going after us, the Dalai, the poor person, poor in spirit, poor in mentality, everything poor. We are so pitiful. <laughs> Right, but Jesus came and gave us good news. And no more, no more Magdalene is poor. She's the richest woman on planet Earth. Okay, because her father is the richest one. Yeah, all you need to do is just talk to him, right? And he will prove himself real to you and to the world. So, because his children, the chosen one, Israel, did he not do that for Israel? That the whole Gentiles, they all, they, they all won the land of Israel. Yeah? Because he blessed them. His people were blessed by God and they stand out glorious. They represent their God. Today, we as new creation represent our Jesus. So that characteristic of stingy, no more here, no more inside, died already. The old man, old nature, old characteristic died. Today, we have been made generous. All right, no more fear. That's the secure. So after he blessed us, all right, with this first mentality blessing, right? He set us free from the captive blessing, you know, of we are poor, we are not good enough and all that. And then prosperity begin to come. Manifestation will become, begin to come in your life. We are blessed to be a blessing. Isn't that Abraham's blessing? Yeah, blessed to be a blessing. Through you, Abraham, all the families of this world will be blessed. So when the Gemel, Jesus, come after us, we all, the next is the Dalai. We will be blessing others. Okay? <clears throat> Gimel, so I showed this before. All right? It has the camel meaning, give generous, wealthy, giving to the poor man. So we were once poor, but now we are rich. Second Corinthians. So if you are rich, can you give? <laughs> right? Because we have resources. Okay? So this is very cute, right? Your high heel shoe. <laughs> I couldn't find the high heel shoe picture. So anyway, it's shoes, right? We are all running. The Gimel, Jesus, run to us, right? If he's very slow, all of us maybe go hell already. But he was very fast to come to us, you know, to bless us. So our part today, we run, okay? Move in the, uh, run with our uh, shoes, with the gospel of peace. As for us, okay, this is in uh, Philippians. I know, I didn't put the, the verse up. Huh? As for us, Paul says we have uh, Hebrews, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. We have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin that we so easily fall into. Then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination, for the path has already been marked out for us. See, as we learn the Hebrew letters, interesting, right? Our path already marked out. All is 
alphabets and which reflect power and victory are left as a source that Jesus came down to dwell among us. We were sinful, but he removed our sin. So now he lived inside you, Ruth. He lived inside Madeline, each one of us. And so forth, Gimel, to give to the poor in mind, poor in spirit. No more, removing all that from us. And so forth, hey, the spirit of God, the grace of God. Right? As we learn, as we travel from one letter to another, the power and the goodness of God in our lives. The second part of our journey, which is our race on this earth. How to live that victorious life, that blessed life, where we are a blessing to others, where we keep being blessed. Good, right? Yeah, so God doesn't scold us for being blessed. <laughs> okay, He wants us to be blessed, all right? Because He is our Father, right? When people see you, they will see, wow, your Father so good one, uh, Abigail. You know, Rebecca, your Father so good one. This is how that makes God happy, all right? But there are things that stop the blessing. It's actually our own limitation, our own fears, our own stinginess, because God's uh, system is give and He will be given more. All right, sowing and reaping. So this beautiful race, right, that uh, Paul talks about, or the author of Hebrews, we can now run this race. We are finishing the race of the letters. <laughs> we are already up to Zadik, all right? Zadik, so beautiful. The righteousness of God. No one was righteous on this earth, but today we have made, been made righteous. What, who can give you that? A million dollars or so cannot make you righteous. And that's what Smith will say. You know, I'd rather be the righteousness of God than have a, bi bi a million dollars. Yeah, because a million dollars cannot wash away your sin. Yeah, just now uh, Rebecca shared, right? Only the blood of Jesus can make us righteous. Can you, and we can stand before God without fear. So we have all our weaknesses. Abraham up there, Sarah up there, all right? Looking down at us. Run, run this race. Look, you all, some all know all these Hebrew letters. Learning more, the pay, the gimel, creative with our mouth. Speak the word of God. Be generous. This is our nature. We are righteous and we've got four more to go. Ooh, very exciting. After that, we go into the words. Wow. And we have so much revelation, the manifestation of the word of God. Then we will be able to run, leave our past behind, leave all those things of our own nature behind. Run life's marathon race with passion. Right? The path has already been marked out for us. And this path is a path of defeat, poverty, victory. Right? We sang the song of victory just now, right? Because Jesus has conquered, so are we. Right? As he is, so are we in this world. This, the path is walked already. No, no need to be fear of lack. God said already, we will provide for you, your children. And what are we to do? Serve him. And the last... Uh, slide. We look away from the natural realm. Yeah, so beautiful to see all of you growing and maturing in the spiritual realm, right? The five senses now being more uh, subdued, <laughs> right? No more looking at how much in the bank account, right? Looking at how much in the bank account, your bank account in heaven, right? How much from the word of God so that we can today be Gimels on this earth. But before that, Okay, uh, as I go back there, let's look at this verse first. We look away from the natural realm and we focus our attention and expectation onto Jesus. All our eyes are on Jesus. Don't look at yourself. Don't look at one another. Don't look at the, 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 this earth, right? Or the things that you have. Look at Jesus. Keep your eye in, right? The good eye towards the Lord. See the Gimel here? I found this picture. Very nice, right? A man running and remember... The Gimel, who birthed what? Faith into us. Faith is what other people cannot see. Right? Madeline will say, my God is good. Then other people, huh? <laughs> you cannot see. Uh? I can see. <laughs> All right? Because you saw from the Holy Spirit, from the Word of God. Right? Then, this is called faith. His example is this, because his heart, that's why we built the hidden man of the heart. Right? All about our spirit. No more about mind or five senses was focused on the joy, this is Jesus, of knowing that you would be his. He looked ahead and saw Abigail, saw Madeline, saw all of us at the time when he came and died for us on the cross, even at the very beginning. 
right? He saw Evelyn go. <laughs> yeah, will be born again and will be refreshed, restored, and full of passion, full of the glory of God. Right? He saw all that, and for for this to happen. For Elijah to become a man of the spirit and the heart, <laughs> no more the head. What did Jesus have to do? He had to die on the cross. Yeah, this look at all our terribleness, <laughs> you know. And then Jesus said, "No worry, I will change all of them." But in order for them to be changed, he had to go to the cross. Right? His heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, so that all of us will belong to him. Have his new nature, have a generous heart, and see God no more as someone who is always want to punish us, but want to bless us. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation. It was hum humiliating to have to die on that cross. And now, because he went through this for us, right? It's for us that you, all of us, and now sit exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. And this position, he earned it. Jesus, right? By what he did for us, took that punishment and that suffering. Today, he's seated at the right hand of God. And not only he earned it, the Bible says, he made us join us. Right? That means we also sit with him. Everyone at the right hand. When this life is over and we are, we are in heaven, all of you will have a seat at the right hand together with Jesus, which we didn't earn. That's called grace and undeserved favor right so what has this all at the end to to wrap it up right to do with the rebecca and the gimel so first you know rebecca is someone who will be the bride of jesus all right someone who will be generous so it is not already generous then only god look for that person then we all don't qualify right because all of us were stingy before <laughs> Correct? But we all qualify because we're all saved by grace. Right? He chooses. But then he blesses, change our thinking, and give us a new seed, new nature, so that we can be generous. So why we need to be to be the bride of Jesus to be generous? He had to take care of the gimels, all the camels. The camels are from God's the master's house. So it can mean to me, the Holy Spirit revelation is. The, this church that God has put us in first, right? There are many camels, right? There are many gimels. They can be servants of God or they're just uh, in the household of faith, right? We need the Rebecca's, the generous ones, to bless them, to bless the servants of God, to bless the children of God, right? Then after that, we can bless the outside. In, in Galatians, we talk about blessing the household of faith, yeah? So we bless and then we bless outside because we have so much when we have we are rich in our spirit so camels especially camels they travel long distances so it can also mean men and women of god who travel to preach the gospel right who are who work to preach the gospel and then they need the water they need the refreshing so the rebecca's of god the women of god or a men of god right who are generous will minister to these servants of the lord as they preach the gospel yeah so it's such a beautiful picture, right? And these are the bride of Christ. And God reward them with how many thousand? <laughs> One nose ring and two bracelets. Oh, already a lot. There's a starting point. So we know that today is unlimited. Only as we surrender ourselves to be the Rebecca's of this day. Yeah? So of course, we have one Rebecca here. Okay? The making of more Rebecca. So it doesn't mean that it has to be a woman looking for a husband. Okay? But we all have the characteristic all right, of the generous heart. Because this year, the year of Gimel, God is going to prosper His church to be a... Yes! Prosper us for what? Because no point we have 10 houses, 10 cars. Right? Jesus is coming already. Right? But for what? There are many who need Jesus. There are many who also need help. Okay? And to, to, to preach the gospel, you need money. So God will bless the Rebecca's. Right? Those, amen, right? To bless the household of God, the servants of the Lord. So that the camels, the gimels, more gimels can run. <laughs> right? Sometimes children of God or ministers of God want to preach the gospel but have a little bit of lack. Yeah, so that's where God raised up within the church 
right? People who are generous, all right, to bless so that the gospel will not be held back, that the Gemels can run. But every one of us here is a Gemel also. But the Rebecca's, the bless, right? We are Rebecca's, we are Gemels, a year of wonderful blessing to be blessing to others. And you will see the flow like a river, all right? Keep flowing. This place will never be in lack. All right, there's so many revelations of Gimel for this year, the new year that has started for us. Praise the Lord. Amen? Amen. Okay, thank the Lord. Let's uh, thank the Lord. May we run, right, this race. <clears throat> bless and bless, be a blessing.